This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yi Jun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. And every week on this show, we dive deep into an aspect of food culture in Malaysia, and I bring in some food friends and experts to talk about it. Today, we are talking about hawker food. And we have one of the most famous hawker brands in the world with us. I'm talking about Hawker Chan. The franchise started by the Michelin star chicken rice and noodle store in Singapore. In the span of a few years, the man behind Hawker Chan, Chan Hongming, has spread his hawker food all across the world to Taiwan, Philippines, Thailand, Australia, and yes, just across the causeway in Malaysia too. So with us in the studio today is one of the key people who brought this franchise over to Malaysia, Victor Teo. I know if you are a Malaysian listening to this show right now, you're probably feeling a little riled up because we all probably think that Malaysian hawker food is definitely better than any Singaporean hawker food, right? Uh, and yet, the fact is our hawkers don't really get nearly as much fame and glory as the Singaporeans. And so on behalf of all you listeners, fret not, Victor and I will definitely touch on that topic and clear the air on Hawker Chan's famous dishes. So welcome onto the show today, Victor. Hi, hi June. So, uh, just as an introduction to yourself, why don't you tell us about uh, you and your business? Okay. Um, I used to live in Australia for about 15 years. Uh, I did my primary and secondary school in Australia. Then after that, I came back to Malaysia. Um, I worked in a property development company. Uh, there I spent about 10 years. After 10 years, I decided try to, to do F&B because it's always been a passion. Um, so six years ago, I ventured into F&B and I've opened up a couple of restaurants. So previously, there were, I, I mean, I currently still have um, three types of restaurants at the moment. So the first one is a udon restaurant in Sunway Velocity. Uh, the second one is a Lucky Mala Chinese restaurant in the Gardens Mall. And finally, I just opened up Hawker Chan in Pataling Street. Mm, so it's all very much about Asian food, right? And mostly like no frills, very easygoing Asian food. Yes, that's right. Mm. Uh, a mixture of Asian. Mm. So actually, what first got you interested in Hawker Chan? Or what, when was your first encounter with, with Hawker Chan? Well... After dealing with a lot of Chinese food, Japanese food, I've realized that Malaysia needs staple food. And Malaysia's staple food is rice, noodles, and chicken. And how I got about Hawker Chan is I was in Melbourne for a holiday and Hawker Chan just opened and it was the most talked about thing in Melbourne. Um, so I went to have a look. There was a long queue and I thought this could really work in KL. Mm. So actually your first encounter wasn't in the original shop in Singapore, it was in Melbourne. Yeah. Oh. Have you been to the to the Leofan in in Singapore? Because yes. that, that was the original one, right? Yeah. So it originated from a hawker store and across the road there's one air conditioned shop 
on Smith Street. Um, after my Melbourne trip, I took a trip to Singapore to have a look at the concept and to try to meet the people behind Hawker Chan in Singapore. And I met them and I was just very impressed with how they do their chickens and how they cook their food. Mm. And for, for the listeners that, that don't know, um, Hawker Chan is often referred to as the cheapest Michelin starred meal in the world, right? And he made like the headlines maybe four or five years ago, I think. Okay. So, a bit so of a- yeah, tell me the whole backstory behind, behind uh, Hawker Chan. Okay. So um, I went to Singapore and I um, had some training in Singapore and I spent a lot of time with Hawker Chan. Um, he told me a lot about his history, his background, and then um, apart from learning how to cook, he shared some of his past. So in he's actually from Ipoh. Mm. Um, and f- at the age of 15, he moved to Singapore and he was he learned how to cook um, soy sauce chicken rice um, under a Hong Kong chef. So he thought it's a it's something tasty, something cheap, and something that the Singaporeans w- can accept. So in 2009, he started his own small store in the Chinatown food court. Um, after that, um, he slowly grew his business. Um, business was good. People lined up uh, f- for two hours for his food. Um, and in 2016, he was awarded the Michelin Star Award. Um, he lost a lot of friends because those people that lined up for his food couldn't line up anymore because the queue was about four hours every mm. day. Um, then only in 2016, consecutively, he's won the award. So that's how he's grown his brand. Mm. And then... When you were talking to him, then how did the conversation shift onto you kind of bringing the brand over to Malaysia? Because he's actually from Ipoh, um, so and I thought that Malaysia's chicken rice is always comprised of either steamed or grilled or fried chicken. So the braised soy sauce chicken is something different and it's something that is accepted worldwide. If it's successful in Australia, Philippines, Thailand. I'm sure Malaysia people can accept that as well. Mm, so right now there are, there's a shop in, in Ipoh as well, right? Yes. And then you are the one who's running a shop in uh, uh, Pataling Street in KL. Correct. Tell me a bit about the uh, the food that, that you serve there. And is it very different from uh, the different outlets all across the world and compared to the original one in Singapore as well? Okay. Um, so... The base is the soy sauce chicken rice. And Hawker Chan comes monthly to check on the taste and the level of saltiness, the level of sweetness, and is based on the localized um, market. So if a customer thinks it's too sweet, we will feed back to him and we will tell him that um, it's too sweet, maybe we should less sweeten the products, uh, less sweeten the chicken rice. Um so it's actually catered to the Malaysian market and Malaysian taste. Mm. Um, all over the world, the base is still the same. So soy sauce, chicken rice, but probably in Philippines, it might be a bit sweeter. Um, in Australia, it might be a bit salty, uh, mm. but it's just the level of sweetness and saltiness right, of this right. chicken rice. 
Mm-hmm. So the most popular dish that you have there is the soy sauce chicken with the rice, right? Correct. But other than that, you also have noodles. You also have like char siu siu. Or, yeah. um, which one is your favorite or your go-to go-to dish to have? So they have rice. They have the wonton mein, which our noodles are very nice and springy. And we also have the ho fan, which we get it from Ipoh. So it's, this is the uh, rice and noodles. Mm. But the meats that come in, we have the pork ribs, we have the char siu, and we have the siu yolk. Mm. So customers can get a variety of either char siu siu rice or char siu chicken rice. Mm. Um, along with that, we have the specialty soup. And every month, we will launch new dishes. Uh, so recently, we just launched wonton soup. Uh, we've launched um, the sour mustard ham choy veggie. Oh, okay. Um, so and is that like a a thing that Hawker Chan himself comes up with and then spreads it all across the world, or like each local outlet will have a different thing every month? Yes. So we try to localize the variety um, mm. so we we see the feedback from customers what are we lacking what do we need how do we improve ourselves mm. and we Hawker Chan when he comes down um, we will tell him look um, people want a bit more soup people want a bit more side dishes um, people want something else then he will create all these for the local market mm. from KL Mm. Talk to me about the the star dish here for a bit, because you said the the soy sauce chicken. Although yeah, it started over in Singapore, it's actually a Hong Kong style of a soy sauce chicken, right? Correct. Mm. And um, what what makes it Hong Kong style? Um, okay, so he learned this dish from a Hong Kong chef many years ago. Um, it's soy sauce is braised so he's got specialty herbs and spices that he's been blending and it's taken a couple of years to perfect this ingredient um, so the chickens are delivered freshly daily and they're simmered in a soy, special soy sauce which is carefully controlled under the heat for hours the taste is maximize and tenderness of the meat is preserved so that's how they get the juiciness and tenderness of the chicken mm. um, so when you get the chicken and it's kind of like braised in the sauce and is it after that like roasted or no it's dipped in a sauce um, so our chefs come in at 7 o'clock every morning and they dip the chicken in a, in a specialty sauce for a couple of hours so it, when it's served there's a juicy and tenderness it's very soft to Hawker Chan's recipe. Mm, so, yeah, so that is a quite a different technique compared to, I guess, all the siukai uh, roast chicken that you get in the Hawker stores all around Malaysia. Yeah. Um, and we'll definitely touch on the uh, Malaysian Hawker store culture that we have here and how Hawker Chan fits into that. But right now, we are going to take a quick break. I've been talking to Victor Tio from Hawker Chan. You've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Breaking Bread. I'm Jun and I've been speaking to Victor Tio from Hawker Chan. So, I'm sure the question that's on many, many people's minds is uh, for Hawker Chan to come over to Malaysia, which is we have like a really, really strong Hawker culture, right? Um, and Hawker Chan coming from Singapore, it's almost like 
an invasion of our Malaysian hawker space. Uh, <laughs> so I'm sure the response for your uh, restaurant has been probably a bit mixed. Like some people like it, some others just because of the feud, the friendly feud that Malaysia and Singapore has over hawker culture. It's been, uh, the reviews maybe hasn't been so good. What has your personal experience been? Um, a lot of Malaysians do want to try a Michelin star restaurant. Um, it's very affordable. The prices price is only at eight dollars eighty cents. Mm. So it's we, still it's still the most it's still the cheapest uh, Michelin star meal in the world. Correct, mm. and it's we are just giving customers uh, option a different variety of chicken um, because most chickens are we have the brewed, we have the fried chickens. So Hawker Chan's chicken is braised. Something different, and um, it's just giving customers a variety. Mm. Um, it's a bit sweet, but um, we are adjusting the level of sweetness to make it for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. Do you find that the Malaysian public is harder to please than maybe people in Singapore? Um, generally, Malaysians are hard to please. Um, <laughs> we we have a lot of reviews, uh, comments. Um, some are positive some are they are not very happy with the type of servings of this this type of chicken mm-hmm. um, it's it's a bit different to other chicken rice yeah um, so we're not we don't want to dominate the whole market by saying that this is the only chicken but we're just giving customers a variety to pick from mm. uh, and that's important as well because I think a lot of the when you go to Hawker Chan right there is a very very high level of expectation because it's been given a Michelin star, and when people hear hear of this brand, it's supposedly the best hawker store in the world. So although it comes from Singapore, it is the world has uh, deemed it the best hawker store. So then, when people when Malaysians go in there, there is like a very very high expectation, right? And it feels like. If you even fall a bit short of that level of expectation, you will get a negative review or people will be disappointed. And I'm sure like many, many people going into your store, like maybe they it didn't really hit the mark for them. And do you have any like particular moments or stories of guests who really didn't like the food and how did you deal with that? Um we 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 have a lot of cu- happy customers. We have a lot of some customers think it's very different um, because the food is f- cooked daily, uh, fresh daily. So a lot of customers at the end of the day, when we sell out our chicken or we sell out our char siu, we don't cook until until nine o'clock, which is our closing time. We we cook until where it's all sold out all sold out and we don't cook anymore so there are a lot of customers that traveled from all over PJ to come over and then they realize that hey, no beans or no um, chicken left and then they get really upset mm. um, so it's just uh, Hockey Chan's philosophy is the food is cooked fresh daily and if it's run out you can always come back tomorrow and cook it mm. uh, so that's what happened to his store he cooks about 80 chickens every day in his hawker store. And once it's sold out, he goes, wait the next day. Because mm. if we are still serving yesterday's food and all that, the freshness is not there. The taste is not there. And 
there'll be more complaints and yeah no I think that's a really good philosophy to have no because you place the focus on the food rather than getting in as as many customers as you can and making money from that I suppose um, but still talking about the um, friendly feud between Malaysia and Singapore hawker food for you personally do you think in general like Malaysian hawker food is better than better than Singapore's um, to me, I think it's different. Um, I think both are nice. Uh, I enjoy Singapore's hawker food, and I also enjoy since we're, I'm brought up brought up in Malaysia. I also enjoy the Malaysian hawker food. They're very different, um, but Malaysians and Singaporeans they have one thing in common is they are looking for different food and they're looking for healthy healthier food mm. in, in this market. Um, Mm, but I, I I feel like right not not that it's happened many times in the past but every time a Singaporean hawker come over to Malaysia it's always kind of viewed with skepticism and people are always like hmm how good can this Singaporean hawker food be but when you flip it when a Malaysian hawker or Malaysian food goes over to Singapore Singaporeans go crazy about it right and <laughs> it's always loved in Singapore so does that do you think that speaks to just like a different level of of flavor and like our Malaysian hawker food when it comes to the flavor and the taste is it generally then could we say that it is overall better than Singapore's although to be fair Singapore has been getting a lot more recognition for it and really kudos to them for that but what do you think? I think um, to bring Hawker Chan back to Malaysia he's especially when this is soy sauce chicken rice so it's a mixture it's, it's from Hong Kong mm. and he's in he's very popular in Singa- Singapore so to bring it back to Malaysia he is a Malaysian and it's just giving customers a variety giving Malaysians a that's what, a Malaysian that was very successful in Singapore bring it back let's support him let's give him I mean try his food and mm. just to give people a variety yeah no it, it is it is really true and really touching that he is uh, he is Malaysian after all right so I guess Malaysians can can take comfort in the fact that like even Singapore's best hawker food is actually from Malaysia or actually by a Malaysian um, but for you personally um, where do you see yourself uh, in the upcoming years are you going to open more hawker chants in the rest of Malaysia uh, and is that part of the succession plan of Hawker Chan himself as well? Okay. So Hawker Chan has 24 outlets spread over six countries. The most successful one is Philippines opening seven one year mm. and probably five in the pipeline next couple of years. Wow. Um, so they're doing very well. Um, so uh, Australia has about four outlets already. Um, so everyone is, I mean, if they open one outlet, they, they would see it do, if it's doing well, they would open a couple more outlets. Malaysia, we opened the first outlet in Petaling Street, which is the tourist destination, Kwai Chai Hong area. Um, it's surrounded with hotels. Um, there's a lot of office workers surrounding this area. So we do get a mixture of office, tourists, and uh, locals, locals guess, yeah. in this area. Um, our next goal is to open in shopping malls. Right. Um, so you look at chicken rice shop, they've they are in every shopping center, but they are a different market. We're trying to capture the 
Chinese market. Mm. So there's not many um, chicken rice chains in Malaysia. So that's where I see the opportunity that there is a chicken rice shop in the shopping centers. Mm-hmm. Um, so are there any like uh, concrete plans over the next few years to or any like targets uh, you guys are planning to hit like maybe five stores over the next two years or something like that in Malaysia? Um, we are in the pipeline discussing with shopping centers. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one, we just want to stabilize our business um, to see our costing, to see, to make customers happy, to localize the, the chicken rice. Mm. Um, then we will be approaching all the shopping centers um, to expand. Uh, we do hope in the second half this year, we can open another one and then followed by maybe two or three more next year. Mm. Yeah, and hopefully, I guess, like, when you you said that Hokkachan himself will come over to, I guess, do quality control or quality checkups every month, right? In, Correct. In the yes. restaurants. So maybe we'll see him one day and uh, we'll invite him over to, to our show as well. Definitely, uh, yes. But just want to thank you for coming on to the show today, Victor. Thanks a lot, June. Thank you. Yep. That's all we have for this week's show. To listen to more episodes, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or visit our website at www.bfm.my. And if you're hungry for some fun recipes or funky food writing, you can find those on my blog at jenantonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. That's all we have for this week's show. To listen to more episodes, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or visit our website at www.bfm.my. And as usual, for fun recipes and funky food writing, you can visit my blog at jonantonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.